Gerhardt's back. The more things change, the more they stay the same. From NJ1015.com, this is the new Jim Gerhardt Podcast. New Jersey, it is Thursday, April 30th, and it's time for the Jim Gerhardt Podcast. I'm Bob Williams, and here's your host, Jim Gerhardt. Morning, Jim. Well, good morning, Bob. Good morning, everybody. I hope uh, today, we, we hope very much that we are able to get the comments that you make to us. We had a little difficulty with that in the past, something technical. I, I suppose during the current uh, restrictions on our lives and people's activities, there are probably uh, a number of glitches of all sorts going around. Uh, and one of, one of ours was we could not see, we asked you for a comment, and then we couldn't see the comment. So uh, Bob is watching that this morning, and I hope you get it. I, I guess the big thing on people's minds now is what, uh, when do we come out of the closet? from this virus, and then what is going to be out there? What is the landscape going to be like? And I'd like your thoughts on that, if I could have them. Uh, more and more, people are demanding to get out, uh, get out from under some of the restrictions that have been imposed. Uh, I know the uh, governor of our state, Mr. Murphy, had released a six-step plan for release. Well, there's nothing really unusual about that. Uh, nothing I, I would think would be terribly startling or creative <laughs> but it's you know, the same thing you just wait till everything settles down essentially is what it's all about so uh, comments you have on that uh, i would like very much to hear them it, it, it's going to be a new world out there it has to be at the extreme you can have food shortages and you could have a uh, an inflation which would be very very troublesome for people and i wonder if this does not signal the death of many retail operations, even categories of retail operations, because we've all gotten used to getting everything we need through Amazon or Walmart or whatever the other uh, digital or online vendors. So uh, that's been an interesting phenomenon, Bob, is, is that uh, somebody once uh, recently had equated uh, Amazon with the Red Cross, <laughs> saying that <laughs> this is how we're staying alive. Well, the thing about it is, and people who may not have used that before, who did go out and shop at the retail outlets, probably when they had to do this, they found out how convenient they've made it. I mean, Amazon is diabolically clever with their customer service and, and their uh, the, the ease with which you buy anything. Everything is one click. Right. So, uh, I bought, uh, I've wasted a lot of money this month. I've had nothing else to do. I, I was just looking at my uh, credit card bill. I think I blew about 400 bucks this month on stuff that I needed, stuff that maybe I didn't need, but it certainly passed the time away. Um, yeah, I put 400 bucks before I even turn it on. So, <laughs> so, yeah, you get you get interesting phenomena here. I, I'm jumping around here. I just happened to look at some notes in New Jersey. Oh, the governor's meeting with the president today, I do believe. And this seems to be something the president's doing uh, individually. And I, I hope the president uh, or the, the tells the governor not to drink disinfectants. And, uh, <laughs> so that, that, that was a misunderstanding, of course, of some kind or other. But uh, some of the things you can do now, and if you go into some of the other states, it's, it's, it's wild what is open and what's considered essential and what's not considered essential. In New Jersey, as somebody pointed out, I think it was somebody on the air on, on our station, that Dog grooming is essential. You can have your dog groom, but you can't go to a barber shop. <laughs> or, or well, so, there, there is there is some value to that because you know if you're with a dog 
that hasn't been taken care of in about two months, I mean, it gets a little bit ripe, man. I mean, that, that is an essential service there. I well, you can hose one down in your own yard, you know. That's, yeah, that's, that's true. I wanted to bring something up. Now, I again, I, uh, I have two views of this. One is that this is an impending crisis on top of a crisis. The other is, no, from some authorities, there's nothing to worry about. Uh, and I go back here to a column that goes back, is dated August the 9th. So this is, what, six, eight months ago. And it says, Florida's health department is warning of a surge in mosquito-borne viruses. Uh, and it could cause some devastating effect. And I won't get into that. They're notably talking about the eastern equine encephalitis uh, but, uh, and other types of our West Nile, of course, you know, is carried by mosquitoes. What is to keep the same situation from obtaining with this uh, COVID virus? Right. Because we know, uh, learned so much, everybody's learned so much since this started, things we didn't know before. The human skin, even though it's thin, has remarkable defensive capabilities. These viruses cannot get through skin, healthy skin. And so they have to have an opening. Thus, wash your hands, don't touch your face, your eyes, because this would be the logical place for the virus to try to enter the body since he can't get in the skin. But if the skin is penetrated, you have an open wound of some kind, then the virus gets in. Now, let us say that the mosquito, who can penetrate skin, the mosquito lands upon you and it sticks the proboscis of the end and it, it releases the enzyme that helps to uh, what clot the blood or, or unclot it or deal with the consistency of the blood for its own pleasure. And it, it takes in a vi the virus from the blood of a many, many people. And we're told that there are millions of people walking around who have the virus in them, but it's not actively causing any symptoms of a disease. And this, in addition to the people who do come down with the disease. And so the mosquito has a wide open field there. So it gets the blood that has this virus in it, then takes it to someone else, penetrates the skin, and could the virus be released? This is how it works with the uh, encephalitis, of course, and this is how it works with the uh, the West Nile. Uh, why not with this virus, even though we're told it's not? But remember, the health uh, officials are saying there's no danger of that. On the other hand, remember that the World Health Organization told us back in, uh, what is it, January or February, before this thing really blew up, that there was no need to worry because this virus could not be transmitted per, uh, transmitted person to person. Right. So it's a matter of who you believe. But I would suggest this, and you can do this. Now, the mosquitoes are out. If you spend any time out of doors in the last few days, the mosquitoes are out there. Yeah. Uh, you, What you do, of course, is, well, getting back to the basics, you be sure you have no standing water, not even a jar lid full of standing right. water, number one, anywhere. And number two is you can lay in, and I'm sure you can get this online if you want, uh, the various protective sprays and protective uh, type uh, type clothing for that. But it's something I wanted to throw out because, again, even though this idea of mosquitoes carrying this particular COVID virus, it does carry coronavirus viri of, of the other sorts. Yeah. West Nile, of course, being one notably. So uh, just something I, I did want to get out there. Another thing is that a doctor I saw who had worked with 
terminally ill patients in one of the hospitals. And he had had many, many patients who did not recover from the, from the illness, even in the, in the, in the emergency wards uh, and intensive care. And he said that there was one common denominator. Now, again, how significant this is, I do not know, but I'm going to throw it out there. He said that in every one of the patients who did not make it, they found, among other things, with the blood test, a vitamin D deficiency. Deficiency, yeah. Huh. A vitamin D deficiency in every one. Now, there may have been other things in every one. I do not know. But that was one thing that he noted. And so that is something that many people have, vitamin D deficiency. That is, I had one time after a routine bit of blood work, they said that. The doctor said it's a little low. Uh, vitamin D, we get our vitamin D from the sun, essentially. And now people don't spend as much time, especially this time of year. And the weather, it seems to be raining and cloudy every day anyway. But we don't spend as much time in the sun as we used to, for you know, obvious other reasons. And so it might be wise to consider that. And I'm not a doctor. I'm not prescribing anything. But there are many forms of vitamin D on the market. D3, I take. It's a, uh, what's it, 5,000 unit little tiny capsule. Yeah. every day and uh so it's something that you might consider look online if you have a question and you can find out there's certainly many many articles about it will tell you whether this is a good idea or not but think about it because that at least is one thing well look we do know without a, any any question whatever that this virus is not as virulent in people who are in a good state of health the virus is attacking people largely. What is it? Huge percentage of the people, who, especially who get it terminally, are people who uh, have the so-called pre-existing conditions. And, of course, there are a lot of that. And even, even uh, diabetes is so common, you don't think about it as being much of a condition. It's almost a norm now in this country. But that is one of the conditions. So I've been yelling for weeks. Bob and I have been yelling for weeks about get yourself in shape. Your best defense you have against this or anything else, for that matter, because these viruses of different sorts are going to be around. They're proliferating. They're mutating. If you get your immune system in top working order, then you are much less likely to, to be a victim of this. So, again, start thinking about nutrition, which is the, the ultimate thing. Right. So, so uh, you, we uh, got we, we've got the uh, comments up here and. Um, okay. We're looking for uh, your your responses. How's the unemployment situation going? Are you getting more response from the office? Because that was the website was very deficient over the last several weeks, and a lot of complaints about that. Also, we're looking to see is the governor going too slowly? Is he going too quickly with reopening the state? I mean, perfect well, time for the weather this weekend, Jim, with the opening of the state parks and and some recreation areas. That people are going to be going nuts for uh, for. Well, to get outside this weekend. Yeah, golf is essential, of course. People got to get out and walk a ball around. Well, the governor, as I mentioned, the governor had released a, a six-point plan, which is pretty coincident with the plan the national uh, people, uh, the president, this people have, have, have advocated, which, according to the governor, is sustained reduction in new cases. Well, sure, just wait till everything levels off. Expanded testing, contact tracing, safe places for isolation uh responsible economic restart this is this is these things are vague but this is what he is proposing easing 
uh, are ensuring, I'm sorry, ensuring resiliency, which I don't understand terribly, but that's the last one. But I guess it's they're snapping back. Everything is going okay with it. They did a thing in, in Sweden, which is very interesting. In Sweden, they didn't panic as we were led to do. And I don't blame anybody for doing it. This seemed to be prudent at the time and scared the bedickens out of everybody. As I understand it in Sweden, when this threat came, and of course they have their cases of it too, but they did not close things down. They advocated the distancing and people, you know, wash your hands, the, the usual uh, remedies right. or defenses. But they let people move around pretty much. But what they did was apparently they had recognized that there is a certain group of people who are most susceptible. And this is clearly defined by age and by physical right. and medical condition. So they would circle the wagons around those people. And everybody else, you know, you guys and your audience. And that's pretty much what the governor of Florida did. Uh, mm -hmm. At the beginning, they they focused on the people that were most susceptible, the elderly, the infirmed, the, the immune compromised people, and they really focused on protecting them. And they had less of a shutdown than we have had here in New Jersey. And their results with uh, the the death toll is certainly a lot less than what we've got here in New Jersey. I mean, death is just horrible, but, you know, it could have been a lot worse in Florida where the age, the age of the citizens is certainly higher in, in, in Florida than in other states. And, and the American diet is just terrible. I, I think we're going to come out of this with an understanding of that. Well, that, that brings up another thing that the president said he's going to declare the meat, the, the meat industry essential. And even to bring in the government, make the meat packing plants stay open because they are saying in the meat processing uh, plants stay open because they are talking about closing because of the, the workers in there uh, getting the getting the virus and getting the disease. And that is rather interesting that uh, they would consider that when there are millions of people vegetarians <laughs> among whom I, I, I count myself. By and large, I, I sneak, I go into the closet and sneak a salmon fillet every now and again or an egg, but uh, who, who live very healthy, productive lives without this meat. Right. So I, I found that rather interesting that, and, and we also know that the red meat especially, and the pork and some of this meat, is not very good for that immune system we're talking about. So I think people may consider looking into what I would suggest to people, look into the whole food plant-based uh, plant plant diet, uh, which seems to have all the ingredients essential, the amino acids and like everything that's essential to keep your immune system working. Because the immune system apparently can kick butt with this. So you got, you're getting some response there, I hope? Yeah, a couple of comments. Uh, Carlene is putting together the uh, correlation Carlene Smith says, it's funny that uh, the governor opened up the golf courses, which uh, the president has his money in, before he went to visit the president today. Uh -huh. That's, thank Carlene, you're good, Carlene. you're good. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it, it's, it's a shame, but you have to think that way. And you get so, if you observe the, the passing scene, everything that comes up, the first thing that pops into your head is follow the money. Yeah. Sad, but true. Yeah. What else? 
Also, Teresa is talking about uh, what's essential, what's non-essential. She's saying, what about the people that are in the middle of life-saving care, treatment, surgeries, and procedures, unable to continue their life-saving care? Surgeons not allowed to care for their patients. It's considered a crime, as she's told by her surgeon's office. We're talking about some procedures that need to be done that have been put off. Um, you know, it could be heart valve uh, replacement, things like that, that are just not getting done now. They, this this is like uh, <laughs> this thing is so screwed up in so many ways, and of course our lack of understanding, because the only information we get is coming from already biased media of one kind or another, and the media will twist facts, even scientific facts or medical facts, in order to maintain their 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 their, their what their hatred of the president and the administration. Everything seems to be tailored to fall in line behind that major thrust of all of the, the information sources we have. So you don't know what's going on. Now they, they did uh, they, they, uh, what stopped elective surgery yeah. right off the bat. But now the hospitals, some of the hospitals are actually laying off people and closing because they don't have any business at all. Mm -hmm. You know, another interesting thing that I had, I had read is that, and I don't know how true this is, uh, somebody can look it up, I should have, but I haven't had a chance to yet, that a, the government, the federal government, who foots the bill, Medicaid, Medicare, and the like, for many, many of these patients, because right. they're old patients, they generally are on one or the other of the programs, they get a 20% bonus, the hospital, for its care, uh, if it is the coronavirus that you are suffering from or dying from. So the accusation is made that some of these hospitals are padding the bill and claiming that everybody who dies, it was from the coronavirus. Some of these, some of these statistics could be uh, uh, off a bit because there could be a lot of people who are ended up just being padded on, you know, where the bill goes to the government for, for the Medicare reimbursement. So that will come out couple of comments about uh, opening up the parks this weekend. Chris says this weekend will certainly be a challenge on exactly how bad people want the parks to stay open. He says hopefully everybody will respect each other or you'll see how fast the governor steps in and closes them down again. Um, Kellyanne lives in Seaside Heights. She says they can't reopen quickly. Ask You're asking for a worse situation because people won't listen. She lives in Seaside and she sees it. People are coming down. And why, um, you see, why shouldn't they, uh, they're not going to listen. And when it comes to the beach and boardwalk, and, you know, we're going to see what happens this weekend. Weather's going to be like 70 Saturday and Sunday. Well, if it's any encouragement, uh, they did open the beaches in Florida, and I think in Georgia and some of the other states, and we've had no great outbreak as a result of that. Right. Uh, so now maybe our beaches are, tend to be more crowded. Uh I, I don't know. You know, people are uh, in New Jersey and, and across the land are behaving much more responsibly than I would ever have given them credit for. Right. Yeah. So uh, I, it, there's there's no telling with, with these things. We will have to wait and see. But sooner or later, people are going to burst out. You can't sustain this. There, there's too many hardships. Right. Uh, uh, oh, oh, I want to ask you, did, you're speaking of government. Did you get your government uh, stipend? Not yet. Still waiting. Not, has, has anybody gotten it? Uh, yeah. other, other than the Los Angeles Lakers and the, and the, and the colleges? 
Yeah, have uh, we're talking about the the small businesses now as well. Have any small business owners out there on Facebook now? Have you gotten your uh, your loans or your application? Have you gotten any positive from the government on being able to rescue your businesses with those loans? And have you gotten your stimulus check? Let us but know. But if anybody if anybody answers your question with with no, I haven't. This is criminal because we do know that what is it? The colleges got millions of dollars weeks ago, right? The instant the program was initiated. And we do what at the Lakers and God knows who else. Right. I, as I've said, and, and I think it's obvious and everybody probably would recognize this. I don't think anybody would argue with me. This is going to be the actual World Series, Super Bowl, Stanley Cup of, of graft corruption uh, because there's so much money going out. And Americans are many Americans are just very adept at playing Somebody, the system. These people well, play the system like. Uh, well, some of these business the violin. Is in higher learning, they're being shamed into returning the money, so that's a good thing. I mean, a lot are still keeping it, but at least it's uh, you know, the shame and the, the guilt. Who, gave it, to who gave it to them in the first place? It was a loophole. You got somebody sitting here, and we don't know, we're not going out of our yards. I haven't been out of my yard for two weeks, so but who knows how many people are sitting there are really suffering yeah. who need this help. Uh, we don't know because they're inside. We're separated from one another. Unless somebody calls the ambulance, we don't know what's going on, how they're doing the food supply, their medicines, their their, their pharmaceuticals. Uh, and on the same time, they're giving a bunch of ball bouncers. What, how many, $4 million was it the Lakers got? Yeah, something like that, yeah. And, and this is supposed to be to maintain your employees. Well, they're paying millions of dollars. To people whose main talent is that they can bounce a ball up and down. Right. Yep. Um, we're getting mixed reviews. Some people are saying they've gotten some money as far as the stimulus check. John said he got about six uh, grand at the beginning of April for his business. And uh, they did get their uh, PPP, father and son business. So they did get it. So some people are getting it. Some people are not. Um, no check for Robin yet. Hang in there, Robin. Uh, somebody got approval. Evie got approval for hers, and uh, some other businesses have been getting it. So it looks like it's more positive than negative at the moment. But hey, one good thing for everybody: the property taxes—they've been well, delayed. Praise uh, the Lord. That isn't what I had in mind, but uh, I guess <laughs> they, they did acknowledge. You know, this is interesting. This is a toe in the door the governor made a recognition that property taxes are not healthy for us <laughs> particularly. Well, they're only deferring it. Yeah. So, or, yeah uh, until the end of uh, May. So I think only the, the property tax thing is, is a great mystery in a sense, why people put up with it. Right. I thought when they had were about to throw out the 104 year old lady out of her home and put her out sitting on the curb because she was behind in property taxes, People would rise up. This would be the end of it. Right. But nobody really seemed to pay a whole lot of attention. Uh, you probably will be careful. There's no lady sitting there. Don't run over when you go by with your, yeah. your skateboard or whatever. Yeah. I think one thing they could do, if somebody would come up with uh, legislation that would ban mortgage companies and banks from collecting property tax from their mortgagees, uh, then there would be a different story because everybody then will know four times a year <laughs> they have to dip into their, uh, their 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 cash into their their food budget if you want or whatever and run down and pay uh, an exorbitant amount of money four times a year. 
Now, older retired people do that, and they're the ones hardest hit. Their income is generally lower, and they don't have the, the, the part of the property tax is the killer, of course, is the school tax. Uh, let, that's for another subject. We, uh, we'll get off on that. What, what, have you, what do you have for us here? And uh, pretty much just to wrap up, because we have to get out of here, but um, as far as uh, the next uh, couple of weeks, going to be very interesting on what the schools are going to do as far as are they going to reopen for the remainder of the school year, because I think May 15th is a, is a big deadline. But apparently the story coming out today is the school boards and the NJEA are in agreement to keep the schools closed. That's a story that's just uh, breaking today, so we're going to see how that's going to play out. It's probably prudent. There's um, one more thing. A couple of these conspiracy theories, if I got a moment. Well, I can do that later. We're, we're, we're up against some time constraints. Yeah. Anyway, Bob, thanks a lot. Thanks to everybody. Thank you Thank very, you. very much. Yeah, we'll be back next Thursday, uh, May, uh, what is it, uh, May May 7th. We'll be here next Thursday, and you can catch this anytime on demand at nj1015.com and on the app and continued coronavirus coverage 24-7 on New Jersey 101.5. Thanks, Jim. Have a great week, everybody. Watch out for the Skeeters.